0: Hello, everyone. This Portraits of Jesus series, you know, I've just loved this, looking at what we can learn about Jesus, about God through the word portraits that John has painted for us in his gospel. I don't know about you, but I feel the eyes of my heart have been opened to a greater understanding of who he is and what we can learn from him through this. So today, God, we just ask that you open our hearts and our minds and show us what it is that you want us to see today thank you today we're looking at the servant jesus this portrait can be found in john chapter 13 so let's just read through this together jesus washes his disciples feet Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, "'Lord, are you going to wash my feet?' And Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. And Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and my head as well, Lord, not just my feet. And Jesus replied, a person who has bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him. That is what he meant when he said, not all of you are clean. And after washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, Do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord and you are right because that is what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. Wow, what a picture. There's so much in this. I could talk for hours. I won't though, I promise. But I do want us to look a bit deeper into this portrait. You ready? Okay, come with me. So let's set the scene here. We're coming up to Passover, right near the end of Jesus' time on earth. So what's about to come? The betrayal of Jesus and ultimately his crucifixion. These are the very last moments that Jesus has with his disciples. These men that he has traveled with and ministered with for three years. These men that know him better than anyone else. These men that he has been leading and guiding and growing to take on and continue his ministry here on earth. Jesus knew that his time with them was slipping away. The last few moments the time that he needed to make sure that they had grasped what was most important. It was in these last moments that he chose to do something that no one would have expected. He chose to show them something that they would never forget. He chose to show them an act of humility, of servanthood, but yet of great power. Highlighting the importance of this call on his disciples. Jesus, in this moment, it says in verse 3, he knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. Yeah, other versions say Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, completely in charge of everything ultimate power and authority he had the power to bring light into being to create to raise the dead back to life he had all power imagine that all power what would you do if you discovered you had all power what would be your first act maybe make a new solar system a new source of light a big dazzling display of power well Jesus, our surprising, incredible, unexpected Jesus, chose to lay aside all the ways that in our smallness we may think show great power and take up the humble posture of a servant. He knew who he was. He knew the power he held. He knew and was totally secure in his relationship with God. He understood his origin and his destiny and the authority he had been given. And it was because of that, because he knew who he was, what he was capable of, that he was able to make the choice to lay it aside and do what he did. You know, Jesus was born into a world where greatness was seen as power, a show of force, For centuries, people were waiting for God to send the Messiah. They were looking for someone to come and deliver them, to overthrow the Romans with might and establish his rule on earth. It wasn't that Jesus did not have the power to wage a war. Remember, he had ultimate power and authority. It wasn't that he couldn't be and do all that they were expecting. But he came to fight a different battle than we expected. He came to set us free. To set us free from ourselves, from our sin, and from the things that keep us from God. That freedom could not be won by force and power as it was previously known. Jesus was showing us a new kind of power, not a lesser form, Not a weaker version, but something of even greater eternal impact. Through humility, service and sacrifice, Jesus was reconstructing our understanding of power. Jesus reframed power as servanthood. The power to change hearts, lives and eternities. You know, Jesus took these last precious moments with those he loved the most to highlight the importance of servanthood to his disciples. He modeled what it meant to show love. He modeled what he wanted them to, and us to get, that power, grace, and love are shown through humility, sacrifice, and service. Unexpected? Yes. Powerful? Absolutely. Now, in those days, the roads were dusty. Sandals were worn every day and people walked everywhere. Feet were dirty, covered in the dust of the roads they had chosen. When people entered a home, it was customary for a servant to offer to wash the feet of a guest. This task was degrading and very lowly. Only done by the very least of the servants. In the actions that Jesus made, he deliberately chose to lay aside all the trappings of power as it was known, all the preset ideas of what a leader should and shouldn't do. He intentionally chose to take up the posture of a servant, to wash the feet of those he loved. So let's just take a moment to put ourselves there. They were up in the room, sitting down eating. And Jesus stood up. He quietly walked over, took off his outer garments and wrapped a towel around his waist. He poured the water into a bowl, and knelt down and started untying the sandals on the feet of his friend. I imagine the silence that fell across the room, the hush as Jesus started to gently wash the disciples' feet. washing them clean, drying them with the towel around his waist. What was Jesus thinking as he was doing that? I imagine he may have been thanking God for each person, for the gifts they carried, the role they had played in his journey, the things they would do in the times to come. He may have been praying a silent prayer of blessing over them. What would the disciples be thinking as he slowly moved around the room? Here is their Messiah, the one they loved, their Saviour, their Master, taking up the lowest of low tasks, taking the posture and position of a servant, serving them. I think Peter sums it up. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, it says, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, no, Peter protested. You will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. And Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and my head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Do you know when we allow Jesus to wash us clean, to take our sin upon himself, to provide us his healing and forgiveness, we too become part of him. We move into a restored relationship with him. Our God, our saviour, our friend, our champion washing us clean giving us freedom and a fresh start, showing us his power to change our lives through his humble servanthood. He wants to take our dirty feet that carry the dust, the dirt and the grime of the steps that we've chosen to take and wash it away. There's nothing on our feet, no matter how dirty and smelly we think that they are, that he cannot wash away with his grace and forgiveness. Jesus has grace for those who have walked a dusty road, grace for those who have made mistakes, grace for every one of us for our sins, grace so freely given to us so that we can pass it on to others. Your relationship with him begins with him washing our feet. We must let the God of the universe, the creator of all, who loves us eternally and completely wash us clean to make us right with him. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. But we must embrace his sacrifice for us and receive his gift of new life, his freedom, his forgiveness. This is where we all need to start. But it doesn't end there. We are then called to go and do the same, to serve others, to serve his church. In fact, this becomes part of our heart, part of our call, part of who we are. Since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. It says in Galatians, use your freedom to serve one another in love. So what does it look like for us to follow Jesus' lead, to serve one another here in our community? It means taking all those freedoms that are given to us by God, our time, our desires, our money, our status, and making a choice to lay them down for the good of others. You know, ultimate freedom can actually be found in having a choice. We here in Australia have so much choice. We have so much available to us. To serve is to make the choice to lay aside all of that, to do something sacrificial for another out of love. Not because it will give us something in return, but just out of love in response to the way Jesus has served us as part of who we now are. To serve as Jesus served requires humility. It requires sacrifice. It means taking up the lesser role for the benefit of someone else. It means stepping outside of ourselves and serving in whatever way is needed. It means thinking of ourselves less and others more. It means making a choice. This is the true demonstration of greatness, being willing to lay aside our own freedoms for that of another. So let's go back to this portrait, this picture of what Jesus has done for us. We've been washed clean. So now let's flip this around. Let's follow Jesus' instructions to now do for each other what I have just done for you. Imagine that you are in the place where Jesus kneels in this picture. Whose feet are you holding? Who are you called to serve? Who are the people in your world that that need to be shown the power of real love. Picture that person. Picture humbling yourself in front of them. What does it mean? What does making that choice to serve that person look like? Perhaps it's someone in your family, perhaps it's choosing to do those mundane little things that no one notices. Maybe it's laying aside your time and offering a listening ear to a friend in pain. Maybe it's doing something to help that work colleague who you find difficult. Maybe it's making a commitment to serve your church. Perhaps it's making a meal for another, cleaning someone's house, doing someone's garden. The list is endless. There are always more ways to serve. Living a life that follows after Jesus is having a heart to serve asking God to open our eyes, hearts and use our hands to serve those around us. So what choice will you make today, tomorrow, this week, to show the love of God to others? What can we learn about God from this portrait of Jesus? God serves the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, eternal God made the choice to lay all of that aside, to sacrifice everything for us to be the humblest and greatest servant of all. Jesus is the God who serves. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. Thank you for loving us so much that you laid everything down to reach out and save each one of us. Take our feet and wash them clean, God. Help us to follow you and to learn to sacrificially serve those around us, to demonstrate your grace and love in practical ways, to show the power of servanthood. Amen.